Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, so you have up to two hours. That's up to you how long it takes. And my goal is to push a million dollars immediately into your pocket. Now that's, so that's the only thing we're going to do today. And it's going to be open Q&A. So you're going to, I'm going to just ask you a few questions first, just to kind of see what you want and what you need. And then we'll go from there. But I promise you, you will leave here blessed and highly favored is what some folk would say you, okay you're gonna leave here well you're gonna leave here well you get all the answers all right yes yes all right okay tell so, me um first and yeah, foremost go thing uh, go ahead no you go ahead oh no 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 you you go ahead I, i'm good I, I, I was gonna ask you to tell me what you do but you don't know let me let me hear what you gotta say well let me send you what, what do I do or what do I want to do? <laughs> what you want to do? Yeah, both. We'll do both. All right. Um, currently, I'm a nurse and um, I work a lot of hours, a lot of hours. I work 16 hour shifts. And um, so that's what I do currently. Um, 
So I try to fit in everything that I need to do within a day's time. And of course, you know, there's not enough hours in a day to get things accomplished. I'm constantly running. I'm 47 years old, just had a birthday June the 4th. Um, and I've always had the desire to be an entrepreneur, um, have tried numerous things. My last endeavor was a um, live fish market in a restaurant. Gotcha. And uh, between the people stealing my food and giving their family members food away, I got tired because I was I was in I was in business to feed them, which I don't get me wrong, I had no problem with that. Nah, but no every man. day you come in here, you ain't gonna be looking for no free cow. Right. Um, so that that I had to um I had to make a decision. It was one of my bucket lists. I had to make a decision to um to let that go because with my work. I um, had to work a lot to, um, you know, to do the income mm -hmm. so that I could pay the people because they have families too. And it was very difficult to with COVID because I started out right when COVID started. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I last two years, two and a half years. Okay. I got tired. I started out with my father. He came in one day and he was having an active stroke. And I'm like, talking to him, like, what's wrong with you? He mm -hmm. couldn't talk. I called 911 and I said, my father's having an active stroke with me being a nurse, they understood because I gave them all signs and symptoms and it was a hospital right across the way. And they came and got him on the rig. The doctor ended up calling me back saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. Because if you hadn't gotten him any sooner, he wouldn't have made it. He wow. stayed in the hospital a while. Um, needless to say, the stroke didn't do him any good. And, um, and so our relationship kind of got tarnished from that. But um, in due time, things were repaired. So, right. but um so I continued to fish business that meant um, driving an hour away, hauling fish in my truck, um, putting them in my, um, in my tanks, hooking up the aerators, bringing them back um, another, hour and a half, another um, hour and a half because my restaurant was in Wisconsin and um, to find someone to unload them, um, to keep the workers going, to keep me a fish cutter, which everybody can't cut fish right. You know, they ain't more than <laughs> up, it, you know, so it was, it was a task and, um, you know, going to the grocery store every week with the grocery list and then trying to find vendors to come and stock me, um, which is right, quite costly because you ain't coming and saying I want $200 worth of groceries. You, you're doing a quite bulk um, right. on a, on a bi-weekly basis in order to get GSF or some of the local vendors to bring you food. So uh, I enjoyed it. It was, like I say, it was my bucket list because I've mm -hmm. always wanted a live fish market. And then I would get people to come in and say, well, I don't know how to cook the fish. And so that's why I went and did the endeavor to get appliances um, to cook the fish for them. Right. And it was early mornings. Every Sunday I did soul food, early mornings, 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> going with these big old pots. And I'm 176 pounds, trying to carry these big old pots over to the stove and dumping the pasta, washing the pasta, putting it back. So it was a lot. I enjoyed it, though. So I can say I've done that. My greatest desire, though, is to help individuals. And so um, I will, um, that will always be. And so that's why I love nursing. What I do, um, although I am, um, I've done management in nursing. I've done um, various different, um, I've had various different endeavors as far as nursing. Um, I'm wound care certified. So I've done basically everything. And so I think I've outgrown it. But I have not outgrown the fact that I still want to care for individuals and make sure that their health and well-being overall um, is met. Gotcha. So that gotcha. being said, I got I'm long-winded. I'm, I'm, I'm already fight. going. No, 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 no. You, the more you talk, the better. I already got some solutions for you. Complete. Okay. You're going to be blessed. Uh, just so, one quick question while you're talking. Mm -hmm. ASN, BSN, LVN, which? 
LVN. LVN. With, gotcha. Where, where okay. are you located? Where are you located? I'm, I'm in Texas. Okay, so LVN for where you LVN. are. Um, okay. LPN here, and so um, I'm currently um, starting school to get my um, my RN. I do have a bachelor's okay. degree in business. Um, I'm going for a master's degree in social work. So I'm just like. <laughs> Good stuff. No, it just, it, just, it just tells me what income you're working with, so I can it, it ships my advice for you. But keep oh going well, no, yeah, yeah. don't ship it because I'm 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 gonna go get her. Actually, okay. um, I I make just I I can stand toe to toe with an RN because I am okay, a go getter. Um, I work two hundred and fifty nine hours. Um, so you make good money. I make two hundred. I work two hundred and fifty nine hours within a two week pay period, and so um, and I don't know if I do it because I like doing it. I don't know if I do it because my facility has the need for it. But um, I had become um, a travel nurse for some time, okay. and um, and then I I got stuck at this facility. It's literally right across the street from my house, and the facility asked me to come and join staff. And so uh, right that week when I was getting ready to, um, I had a run in with one of the little uh, facility pets and I was mm-hmm. like oh no if we if this how we operate this is nothing that I want to be bound mm-hmm. down to and so um I went and talked to the uh, administrative D.O.N. and um, told her my concerns she said give me some time and it'll get better and so um it did I okay. gave it about um five more months and it did get better and so I went on and decided to join staff and so um they made it comparable to my travel pay and so I couldn't take the, I couldn't miss the opportunity. And besides, I love my facility. It's clean. It's great. Um, I work basically when I want to. Sometimes they'll call me to come over there to work two or three hours and I can come home after I've worked the 16 hour shifts. I don't know if it's my benefit or theirs. I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. No, this is a but... blessing. This is a blessing. This is a blessing. This All this but... is a blessing. You, you give yeah. me two years, I'm going to have you. I'm a, anyway, keep going, keep going. Keep okay, going. all right. So let me get your email address. So I want to show, um, I won't even continue to talk because I can talk all day long about my <laughs> desires. And, and and so, in the um, and where I'm at. I do want to tell you though, um, I received a phone call. I, um, where was I at? I was at my kid's graduation a couple of Fridays ago and I got a phone call from the owner of the facility that I'm acquiring. And he was like, oh, where are we at? You know, we've been at this for a while. And I'm like, I don't know, give me some time. So I'm like praying every night. I'm like praying, God, you know what I need. And so I know you're going to deliver because he always does on time. And um, and even if I don't have things um, financially, it's never a time that I do without because he always makes a way. And I don't even know sometimes where it comes from, but he makes sure that, that I have and I don't have any need that he does not answer. And so I am blessed to be able to say that because being a single mom, 47 years old, um, having been married at 17 years old for what, um, 16 plus years off and on marrying the same man twice and um, the rest is so he's passed away now, but um, I I never I I even he was on drugs I never been strung out on drugs never had the desire to do drugs um, I have three beautiful kids I don't like them right now but I have three beautiful kids one that I um that I was blessed with my parents um with me helping rendering um um assistance from them as well not financially but support um, mentally for myself and my son um he graduated from Morehouse and he works for the government now so I don't know if that's an accomplishment or what because he think he's wiser than me so (laughs) I'm like ah I got two 18 year olds that think they are growner than me um 
And um, so, and I have a five-year-old. So, but I can say that I am truly blessed that I have not wanted for anything um, to think that um, I would be a Black African-American woman with a restaurant, a live fish market at that. Um, to be able to do that, that was only by the grace of God. Yeah. And so he has put individuals in my place and in my path to allow me to um, to get to where I need to go. And so that's a blessing. But sometimes I look like, Lord, where am I going to get this from? Where am I, I need this? And where am I going to get that from? And, and so those obstacles and walls, he lets me just go right on over them mm-hmm. like they were never there. So mm-hmm. if you can give me your email address, I'm yes. going to um, send you my business plan. And then you can look that over and kind of get an idea of where I'm going. What is your email address? It's Antonio, my first name, A-N-T-O-N-I-O. I I also put it in, I put it in the Zoom chat too. If if, I know you're on the phone, it may be a little hard for you to get to it, but A-N-T-O-N-I-O, Antonio, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. at Antonio again, tsmithjr.com. So it's Antonio at Antonio tsmithjr.com, Junior Jr. So um, let me see. Oh, let's see if it came up. I'm going to just send you, I don't know, that doesn't look right. I don't know, but I'm going to send you just a test email and see if you receive it. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about you because I've, I've heard, I've just probably tried to just took off. Yeah, <laughs> tell me well, a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, for sure. I was born in 81, so millennial, then somewhere about five years old, crack cocaine comes through the neighborhood. And I spent five to 15 homeless living in mm. a little city dumpster, not too far away from where my parents live. My mom, she just, um, actually, she just died in November last year, but I hadn't seen her in, I don't know, maybe 30 years, 30, 40 years, something like that. No, well, I'm 41, so <clears throat> 30 years. And uh, since I was six years old and the last 56 years of her life, the hospital called me. And so I picked her up and she wound up spending her last days in my house. And we had a blast. So from going from six mm. years old, not seeing your mom to the last 56 days of her life in November. So last year was a heck of a year. My dad's in prison. So he's he's still in prison right now, but we talk every day over the phone. And yeah, I got your email just now. And um, other than that, I... Oh, I went to the army, became United States military um, intelligence spy. And today I make millionaires and I have a, a billion dollar tech company. So that's that's basically the simple Whoa, stuff. Oh, you are so you're so you're um government clearance as well. Top secret. Wow, <laughs> I want to hear about those stories. That's yeah. stories. That's late night conversations. That's yeah. a good conversation. Like, those I mean, good if you do it, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was some good oh, conversations. Wow. So, so what was that like? It was it's fun to talk about. It was dangerous as hell, though. That's for sure, man. You know, there's dangerous Why? life life expectancy no, was six is seconds. Is it still dangerous? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Is it still- oh, yeah. No, Why? No. Yeah, do people yeah. know who you are when you go places, like top people that shouldn't know? Do they know who you are? So in my job, I was I started off as an intelligence analyst and then became uh, intelligence for, uh, trying to say that as classified. So I was basically special ops. Let me just say, let me just, that's, I was special ops. Not basically, so I was special ops. So I did a lot of missions with and with special forces and special forces type people, me being special ops and pretty good at my job. 
So to answer your question, yes, dangerous. In and out missions, many missions. Today I'm highly decorated. The army takes good care of me. <laughs> I got many missions and badges and belts. And we call them chess candy. I got many uh, chess candies. Yes, ma'am. Wow. So what is what is your daily? What is your daily? Um, being the status that you are, what is your day? What does your day look like? Well, see, I don't even I don't even coach no more. This is specifically for Kikafusa Academy. I don't even coach anymore for sure. Mm-hmm. So basically, I get up at four in the morning, and depends if I work out, then I read next. If I read first, then I work out next. It just depends mm-hmm. on if my knees feel like moving that morning, you know, which one of them come first, you know, in your, in your forties, you gotta, you gotta tell your knees we moving now. You uh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honey, wait till you get to 47. Gotta <laughs> 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 tell your mind first, you move. Yeah, definitely. And then I, I get up, I have a little short 15 minute meeting, my program all day, and that's it. Like my life is pretty simple now. I don't have the... I read about 30 books a month. I don't have the, in fact, I'm going to, I'm going to steer you in this direction as I'm looking at your business plan. I don't have the mixed up, terrible life, well, not terrible, busy life I used to due to the fact that I designed it that way. I got tired of working hard. So I start building apps and things that will work hard in my stead. And then I just maintain those things I work hard in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it because I that's 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 your that's your problem. Your number one problem is you are your labor force. But we'll talk. We will talk as I keep going. You're we're, you're not going back in this fish business. <laughs> if your business plan is about restaurants, I'm gonna tell you don't do that either. Okay. No, let me tell you something. Okay. I know I'm not going back. Let me tell you All what right. I did. Let me tell you what I did. I caught. I don't even know. Okay, so it, there was this guy that had a, a fish market here. So there's two guys. One guy I talked to and he has a wife and he just was like, he was just like all on me in a, in a way that I didn't even approach. I approached him for the fish business assistance. And so when I would get low on fish, because sometimes you go pull a fish and, you know, you pull a fish enough of stock for a week that you think will handle you. And uh, well, week consists of Thursday through Sunday. And sometimes you run out. So I would run mm-hmm. out. And so somebody said, well, cross such and such. You got some fish. And he pulls about, you know, this much and he might have some. So I caught him and I met with him and went down and took my truck and, and he loaded me up. And I went back because I was running low for the run that day. It was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so his approach with me with this wasn't um, quite friendly and to say the least. And so I didn't care right. for it. And I thought, well, I can't go that direction again. So there was another African-American male here and they said, oh, well, such and such got a fish market out on the West End. You should talk to him. I'm like, okay. So I was like, so I found out he had a girlfriend, wife or something. I'm like, mm-mm, after that last one, I ain't, I, go. <laughs> I, I just keep doing this. I be running down here to Savannah and get this fish. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, I would make the run myself because that, that when I meet individuals, I, I am a, um, a go-getter. So a lot of times I come in contact with a lot of men, not a lot of women do what I do and nor have the ambition where I live in my area. I'm sure you may not experience that in Texas. My son lives in Texas too, but, um, and um, so I don't, um, I, I, you know, I shy away from that. And I shy away from individuals that have wives or girlfriends because of the fact of, you know, I don't want that conflict, but um, 
I gave everything away. I called, I finally did call that man on the West End and he was a blessing to me because uh, he was a Southern guy, um, had a hard life and I gave him my sign. I said, you take that sign off that building. That sign cost me 10,000, but you can have it. I said, I got some tanks back here. You can have them. I said, I got some supplies in here, some tables, some knives, some aprons, some boots. I said, everything that you can think you can have, you can have. I sold him very few items out of there and um, I probably made, a thousand dollars on that deal but I gave away probably over more than that of items and I and he was like you giving me this stuff you giving me this side I said yeah honey I said because I got it I'm gonna make sure I get it again I ain't gonna do without and so he he went and took that sign down now I called the company they told me they're gonna charge me two thousand to get that sign off that building but he went and him and his boys they came and I had went that evening I gave him the key to the building I said here go the building this is the number and he go to code for the alarm I said you go in there and you get the stuff out I went and it was a full restaurant. My tables was really cool. You got to look at my Facebook. My tables were cool though. I made tables out of um, barrels. I got the barrels and I painted them like funkadelic, mm -hmm. psychedelic. And I had the fish nets and the fish up on the wall. And um, and I had um, lobsters on the wall. And it was really cute how I had it set up. And I had this big old plastic, you know, because COVID was out. So I had to get this plastic shield. That cost me $2,500. And I'm not, and I'm saying a dollar amount to let you know how much I put into my business. And um, mm -hmm. and I and I told him, I said, honey, if you come and clean it out, you can have it. And so he's in the process of starting a restaurant. And so I was able to bless him to do a lot of things. And my tables were so cute. I made them out of, um, you know, the the the, the spindle things that they put right. there. The white, yep, and I made my tables out of that. And well, so those were my tables. And so they were really cute. I stained them to make them, um, you know, edible, um, edible approved from the health department. And I stained them. So it was a blessing. I, I really um, enjoyed um, that opportunity I had. And I put my whole heart into it. And um, I went and I came back one day and I said, that man had cleaned that whole restaurant out, had swept the floors in my stuff. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Because I was like, I was gonna do it. I'm like, I'm gonna clean this place out because I had made up in my mind. I had tussled with it for like four months, and I said, I just got to do what I got to do. And I talked to it um, at a, a friend of mine at the time. I talked to him, and I'm like, you know, I know you had you say you look up to me that you know but I was like it's not going to disappoint you if I do this is it and he was like no you got to do what's best for you and I'm like okay I'm like I made my mind up I got to go ahead and shut it down and I said it's, it's wearing on me I can't do it no more because I mean I don't get much sleep as it is anyway because my body don't let me sleep but I got less sleep because of the fact of everything that I had to do and I had to meet so many obligations so all right I'm done with that you said no, no, business no, plan. Did you did you look at the business plan? It's not about a yeah. fish market. No, no, no. I'm looking at it right now. I'm okay, looking at it right now. You well, no, it's it's a good business plan. I don't necessarily. I'm, so I'm going to do two things for you. I'm going to start you here, and I'm going to take mm -hmm. you somewhere else too. And you'll see why. I have a few questions, and let's start first with. So you were talking here. I see September first through December thirty first. So this business is already in operation. It's Which, not. Okay, then. All right. So these are projections. Projections. So what happened? Gotcha. What happened is, is that I have a building. I have not signed the lease yet because, um, um, because of the funding aspect of it. I need um, funding for um, the um, bedding. Everything has to be set up, and so there's rules and there's regs that the. Um, state has here that I have to meet 
And so um, I have things laid out. I know where to obtain those things and what to do or go about to get it. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, and so that that is where the delay is at. But then also, most importantly, I have to have the revenue for the um, for okay, my so staffing. That's, so that's, that's exactly why I want to put you somewhere else. I'm going to start you okay. here. I'm going to okay. answer your questions, but I don't mm-hmm. want you to start here. Let me let me explain. So I've got looking at this business plan, I got 10 immediate things in my head. I'm going to give them to you. And I'm you look like a note taker. And you're a nurse, so you're a scientist. I mean, you're smart just by by default. So mm, let's, no. let's I think start. I just faked, I faked it long enough. Oh, you faked it long <laughs> enough. Well, that's, that makes you even more smart there, right? Oh, okay. You control people's perception. And <laughs> okay. Let's start with the basics first here, because I want you to understand the rest of what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Number one rule of economics is I have to want what you are selling more than I want my money. So if someone says, well, what's the more? Tell me about economics. I have to want more. I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. So here you have your children proposed plan. Uh, You're going into the foster care system. You've got beds you're going to be doing. And you're obviously getting in tied into the Illinois government. Mm-hmm. And the government has to want your beds <clears throat> more than they want their money. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem for you and a blessing for you at the same time. We'll, we'll cover it mm-hmm. in a second. So that's number one rule economics. Then I want you to understand the difference between how I spend my money and how you spend yours. And I want you to take very close attention to this because I can see you're almost there. Like your your brain is connecting those dots. I don't want to do that fish thing no more. Like, man, it worked out, but I worked too hard working it out. And so you're right there in getting this. There's three ways to spend money. Or the suit, there's three ways to exist in money. Write all these down. Way number one is you get money and it goes directly to expenses. Get it? Oh, I got it. I learned it, lived it. Okay, so that's poor. That's the definition of poor. Mm -hmm. The second way to exist in money is you get money. You go to a financial provider of some sorts. You ask them to give you more money. And then you buy things from the financial provider. And you pay that financial provider back. That's middle class. Can you repeat that, please? Sure can. You get money. And then you go to a financial provider, Bank of America, Capital One, your credit card, whoever you're getting loans from, GMC Auto Insurance, right? Whatever you buy your car from, right? So you get money and then you say, hey, car place, I need a car. And then they say, all right, so you get a financial provider. From that financial provider, you then buy the expenses. So you add an extra step. 
poor just get money spend middle class get money go to a financial institution of some sorts and then get those expenses mm-hmm. that's what the middle class does mm-hmm. now let me pause real quick i'm i'm hearing this i'm listening to you and i'm looking at your business plan great numbers by the way it's a great business plan and i'm listening to you you live right here in this area you can always hear nothing wrong with this by the way 96 percent of the world lives right here in this area but by the way someone talks you can hear them and all the things they stand for this is why when you try to get a scholarship they make you write an essay because you can have tattoos today and eye piercings and all sorts of stuff but writing well is the ultimate sign of intelligence there is no other standard today it's like seeing a knight in the 1500s or king in the 1500s so you're here we need to get you out of here don't worry i got your solutions there Um, so we're going to do two different coachings today but don't worry about i got you the next way how i spend my money is we get money right now get money Skip the financial institution. Skip the expenses. And then use our income producing asset to then pay us more money. And then leverage that with a financial institution to get more money. I'm I'm, I'm, going to repeat all this. That the financial institution then buys more income producing assets. And the income producing assets then pay off the financial institution. Don't worry about it. I'm going to repeat all of it. And I'm going to break it down too. Actually, let me draw that for you. So look at your screen. You should see a whiteboard. No, now you should see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I'm going to draw that for you this time because I don't want you to miss it. Poor. What they do. I actually did it. arrow bam so what poor does is they get money and it goes directly to expenses what the middle class does is the middle class gets Draw this. I draw like a little inverted triangle money. And then they go down to the financial institution. And then they ask the financial institution to buy the expenses they can't even afford. That's the whole point of doing this 
That's the whole point why the middle class is always working 16 hours a day. And it's the entire point of debt slavery, which is a real thing that exists in perpetuity. It means you'll always, with no specified time, be a slave. It used to be in the South, well, you know, Rockford, see, I didn't have slavery up there, but we did here. It used to be white man in South Texas would get up, wake me up, feed me, house me to make sure I get all their money. Today, it's the opposite. White man says, Nicole, you get up and you feed you and you house you. But give me all my money, taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it is. So this is middle. What I just described here is wealthy class. And there's extra elements. Here's money. I'll put them here first. Here's the financial institution. Then here is the expenses. See, everybody has to pay expenses. But then there's a new element, and I'll put it up here, called assets. Mm-hmm. So what happens here is the wealthy take their money and do nothing with it. Nothing. They take their assets, and it gives them money. And then they take their assets again and it lets them go to the financial institution. And then they take their assets again and it goes, right? Boom. And it goes to their, what the way? There we go. Move. Bam. Arrow. Then it goes to their expenses. Notice that the wealthy person has yet to spend money. The wealthy person, their money is coming from their income producing asset. It's doing all the labor for them. Remember that word, because remember I told you your problem is before we even start talking was you are your labor. We're going to, we're going to address that here in a second. Keep in mind, the wealthy person has not borrowed from the financial institution. The wealthiest person income producing asset has borrowed from the financial institution, but the financial institution, excuse me, but the asset has the ability to pay the financial institution back in perpetuity on its own because the asset is creating more money every month. So the more that the asset gets more money, the more money the asset makes. So this is how the wealthy spend money and we need to get you here. Now, let me just preface this real quick. Uh, t- take a screenshot on your phone of this. Can you can you bring that back one more time? Because if I can't write it, I can't think and comprehend it. Gotcha. I got it. I got. Gotcha. I got. Use your use your mm-hmm. assets as your as your as your um as your um as the as the um as the um use your assets as your vehicle. Okay. Okay. Good. But good. I need. I, was, to, I need to. I need the right aid. All right. So, I, so I can. I can tell you. I need the right aid. Nah, I got you. I got you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hood it up because this is what I normally do when I'm teaching in my, my little class, and people love that. 
So if you're poor, you make money and you go buy things that you should not get. Mm -hmm. Like what? Pay anything. If it doesn't, if you spend money and it does not make you money back, you shouldn't have it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Period. Like whatever. It's a TV. You shouldn't have bought that. If you spend money and it does not make you money back, you should not have bought that. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z says, if you can't afford it twice, you shouldn't have bought it. But more powerful, if you spend it and it does not cater to you and make you money back, you should not have purchased it. You should not. Mm -hmm. Middle class, hooding it up is I get money, but I want stuff I can't afford. So I go to a bank that's going to keep me in debt slavery and continuously become a slave to the bank to get the stuff I damn sure shouldn't have because I mm -hmm. can't afford it. Mm -hmm. I don't have 225000 So I'm going to the bank to beg for 225000 So I can then, for 30 years, Latin word mortgage means till death, until my death, pay off this house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for a two hundred twenty-five thousand dollar house, you end up paying like a million dollars in monthly mm -hmm. payments. So that's that. I'm getting my money, but I'm begging the bank to give me something I can't afford. The mm -hmm. wealthy gets their money, keeps their money, multiplies their money. That is all. How do they do that? They go to their income producing asset, never paying for their expenses out their own pocket. They mm -hmm. pay for their expenses out of their assets. Mm -hmm. Skip the financial institution altogether. Never mm -hmm. going to the financial institution unless their income producing assets are paying off their, their, their mortgages or their loans or whatever, that their principal and their interest. We're going to break that down even further. And, mm -hmm. and that's it. That's it. Basically, I want you to remember something real quick. And let me stop my screen because I want you to look right at me. And I want you to hear this as powerful as I could possibly give it to you. Your new, according to everything I heard you say, your new mantra should be, I will not have any debt that other people are not paying for. Mm -hmm. hard, hard concept. but. It is your path to freedom from everything I heard and everything I looked at on this business plan. Mm -hmm. You have debt, which it, you, you debt is good. Debt is real good. People saying, I want to be debt free. Well, you're telling me you want to stay in the middle class because the only way to be wealthy is to have debt. The only mm -hmm. way to be wealthy is to leverage your debt. And the only way to be wealthy is to make sure other people are paying your debt. Mm -hmm. So if nobody else is paying your debt, you're not wealthy. If you're paying your debt, you're never going to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. So all these people saying, I'll make you debt free. They're also telling you, I'll keep you in always having to be in the middle class at bay of the next pandemic or economic crisis and such, right? You'll never get financial freedom. And the only way to have freedom on this earth is two ways. Be so poor and so dirty, nobody wants to touch you then even the police won't bother you or be, <laughs> be so rich and so wealthy that nobody can touch you. So that's like, think about this for a second. Like as of this recording, 24 mm -hmm. hours ago, Donald Trump got indicted and he's, he facing, did. Uh, he's facing up to 90 years in prison. 
an $8 million fine. And as of this recording, right now, mm-hmm. as of 30 minutes ago, he just announced his first major campaign for fundraising for president of the United States. Not just that, half the country agrees with the indictments. Oh, but that's not good enough. But 80% of Republicans believe that he should still run for president and is eligible to. That, and, and, and everybody knows me, I'm not Democrat or Republican, I'm a capitalist. But that right there explains well what I'm talking about. If you want to be a sexual predator, if you desire to have a civil case and lose that because civilly it was stated that you raped this woman, not criminally, and then have top secret documents in your house and have the only time enemy forces have ever been on the nation's capital have been you, not Russia, not China, (laughs) you, you, and still be able to run for president, you might want to be rich. <laughs> okay. No we in trouble. Okay. We in trouble. I'm pushing the point of being wealthy. <laughs> that's that's all. Yeah, but we in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm pushing that point. So I've got you. So I'm I've I've got an idea about your income in my head. I can see from your business plan that you are very meticulous if not then you very passionate about this which made you meticulous your business plan is extremely well thought out you've done is the it? research it is Ooh, it is yeah you've, you. done, yeah you've done the research i was so afraid to show it to anyone because i was like i don't know i was so afraid so i'm glad <laughs> because like out of henry you're the only person that's ever seen that because oh, i was real? afraid yeah like my realtor wanted to see it and I still haven't sent it to her because I'm like, I can't. And I told her it's not done because my financials aren't in there. And so um, and so normally I was shocked that he called me um, the other day because he never calls. He always sends the realtor to call me. And when I answer the phone, I'm like, I see the Chicago number. I'm like, hello. And he was like, yeah, I forget his name. He was like, this is so-and-so. And I'm like, and I thought it was him. And I'm like, huh? And he was like, I'm just calling to see what's going on. You know, it's been a while. We need to wrap this thing up. And I'm like, it just blew me off my feet. And so he has passion for what I want to do, but he's wanting, you know, I got to put put it where it's at. So and you've yeah. done well. No, you've done very well. <clears throat> you've done very well. And so well. my business plan is good. <clears throat> yep. And I got 10 things. I'm getting ready to give you business plan advice to get to. One million cash in two years. So I'm gonna send this to you. My email needs. I I'm not really. I need to refigure my my domain to be able to send emails to Gmail. So I'm gonna send it to you from a different address. Yeah, from a different address. My Yahoo address. So I can make sure you get it. Give me a second. I'm putting bold. I was typing while you were talking. Mm-hmm. And then 
I will send this to you and then we'll talk about it. Plus, let me just tell you right now, this ain't the plan I got for you. This is the plan that you're going to get to second. There's one, something you're going to do first in order to make this all your dreams come true. And if we do this right, by the time you're 50, not only will you be a millionaire, and no, you'll be a millionaire for sure, or, or real close to it, but then you'll move into this business right here and you'll be able to <clears throat> let everything go because your income producing asset will be taking care of not only you, but this business. And that's the blessing. <clears throat> that's the blessing right there. That's the blessing. So I'm going to send this to you real quick. Let me save it. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? I'm going to send it to you in copy and paste because we might we might make more. <clears throat> we might make more. I don't know. We might make more notes. So I'm can you send it to me in my email though so I can print it? Because mm -hmm. I want to have a hard copy. Mm -hmm. But then I'm you can do an addendum and then yep. I'll take gotcha. that. But your addendum will look like my addendum because I'll have and then I won't have notes everywhere. Got you. I'm sending it to you from my Yahoo email. It's okay. super old, but I know you're gonna get it. There so you could make it this weekend. How you doing? I'm doing good. I had a uh, an issue that I needed to fix and it's it's about fixed yeah it wasn't me or my health it's just sometimes I take care of too many people that's something I'm stopping doing and yeah so you know I bought I bought a whole table and I was like I'm not as, as, as bad as this sounds I was like I'm not inviting anyone I want all six of my seats and I said because I'm tired of helping individuals and I get nothing in return I'm like I'm done I was like so you know what it is what it is if that's what it costs for me to get there then I'll pay it but I'm like I'm not inviting anyone because I couldn't even think of anyone that I wanted to invite that would have invited me if they had the opportunity Fair enough. and so <laughs> I was just like I and that might sound selfish but I was like normally I would be calling seven people to get a seat i would have gave my seat away mm -hmm. but i was mm. like nope i ain't doing it i was no, like they had they got the same opportunity as i have so mm -hmm. if they don't find out about it or know about it you know well i was like mm -hmm. i'm not i wasn't doing it because i'm tired of i'm tired of i'm tired of putting my hand out there getting a bit and nothing comes back from it and i don't mean to be selfish i know you probably think well that ain't the way to be but you get burnt out, you get burnt out. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody come to me and they need help, I don't mind helping them. But just to be like looking for it, uh, who can I help? Or I got this and let me share it with you. Like no, when true. I when I get this thing going, nobody will even know. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've reached out to some people and they were like, that's a great idea. This go work. And, you know, they act like, you know, I, I would love to help you. And I want to do this. and I want to do that. But they want to do it because they see the benefit of it. And they want to line their pockets. And I'm not even doing it for the act for the point of lining my pockets. I don't get me wrong. They're going to pay me. I got to be on payroll. But... Ma'am, if you do a good job, you should get paid. Mm -hmm, <clears> but the it's not even. But I don't even think the people that I've come in contact with has the desire and and have well, how I feel about this. 
in their best interest. So mm-hmm. I'm like, when I when I get this thing going, it's like I'm not sharing it with anyone. They'll know because I'll invite them to the grand opening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll do I'll do like a I'll do a grand opening, but they won't know because of the fact of I and and I I don't I know that I need a team. I know I can't do it on my own because I did it with that fish market that way. And um I know I need a team, but my team people are gonna be my team people and I'm going about this thing a whole different way. So I understand where you're coming from as far as saying you gotta put some in to some things. I get it. Because people are serpents. They they will suck you dry. <laughs> they they you know, see something they did you get your email? Like, I did. I'm I'm okay. just printing it out so I can have somewhere. No, to you write. Get, no, I want you to see it so we can so we you know we do exactly what we do. Yeah, but but people see people see you and they be like, oh, she got something going on good. And they want to jump on just because of that. Jump on because you have a desire to help me or to help yourself grow in a way that you can help other in the other individuals, not just to be a cash cow. People something else. Go ahead. I'm waiting. I'm printing this out. I don't know why my printer's not working. Okay, you know, no, no, we, we, you know, we're good to go on this one. <clears throat> so those 10 things, I'll say for recording purposes while you print them out. No way, I got to pull it up. How you put all this stuff together that quick? I see my name in this I, stuff. I know. That's what I do. What, kind of <laughs> <laughs> what sneaky link you got going on? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> oh, it needs some paper in there. That's what it wants. Some paper. Yeah, I don't. I don't do no cookie cutter coaching. It's it's whatever you do. You know? okay. all, all the VIPs. It's it's be every session gonna be completely different. So, you so when are you co- when are you coming here? I'll probably show up. Maybe maybe next month or something. Maybe next month j- just to show up because I hate it missing. That's why I'm doing this for y'all. I want to make sure that everything was was i want to make sure y'all got y'all value plus kikifer's academy and brother henry and sister kishana just awesome so they they deserve every bit of it and i, I hope all of y'all run back and 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 brag and be like oh my god yes that was everything that was everything so they can know that the event <clears throat> was great and this worked out well oh it was i'm already sending i'm gone um, i got a meeting with them next tuesday Okay, for a child, um, it's a single father uh, went to prison for selling drugs, and he's out now. And he has his kids, and he is very active in their life. But one of the children, um, mom, she's something else. But he working real hard to try to get this boy back on track because for six years the mom wouldn't let him be in the child's life, and so um, he's in the district now. And um, and like my daughter, we went to Paw Patrol for her birthday. It was May the thirteenth. And um, I invited him and his two kids mm-hmm. um, to go to Paw Patrol with us. And the kids really loved it. They were like, it was just like Bobby Brown, like new edition. It was like one of them old school concerts. They was up and they <laughs> were singing and dancing. My little girl, five years old, when you see her, she little skinny, shrawny thing. And she always like this in a shell. But OMG, you should have seen her at this concert. The kids really enjoyed themselves. And so that was a blessing for me. But I'm going to sponsor his child to go to the keeper school because I told him, I was like, don't you want your child? I was like, you working so hard to get this boy back on track or on track, I should say, because he never was, has actually been on track because the mom has always had him. And when he was two or three, the mom was in a neighborhood, didn't have him in a car seat. And he was in the the third row seat of a vehicle. In, in a in a uh, somebody was doing a drive by or a shooting and hit the truck that she was in like the SUV and they 
threw the baby, ejected the baby out the front. He busted the front um, windshield of the car and then ejected him, and he landed on the sidewalk. Wow. The, amb- the, the fire, the ambulance did not get there in time, so the fire truck got there, put the baby in the fire truck, and took him to the hospital. They didn't even get the baby a CAT scan at, at two or three years old, ejected through a window shield. You know how hard a window shield is, right? Yeah. It protects us every day from hail, storms, everything. Ejected wow. him through that at a so how fast how how a, a three year old baby you know that had to be some force, and so he does think that his son has some challenges which I think he does as well, but um, you know and then I gotta say with him being institutionalized for so long he kind of approached things a little different than I would but <laughs> you know a little hardcore and I wanted to say kind of popping up a little bit but you do got to go hard on the sun I've been around him. I just put a 24 <laughs> round pool in the backyard and I invited him so my birthday was June 4th and so for my birthday I just did a party for the kids and I had him um, bring his kids over my daughter and um, the 18 year olds they came from my mom's house to the party and um, I cooked and I grilled out and um, I went and got a cake from Bertillo's and I basically did my birthday for the kids because what else was I going to do? I right. can't think anything better. And so I had to correct him a couple times and I was kind of like, boy, <laughs> your daddy, oh, you, you better chill out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but um, long story short, I am going to sponsor um, him to go to the school. And so next Tuesday, they have a meeting so that they can do a meet and greet. And then I'll pay the registration fee and I'll do the monthly fee for him to go because I'm like, he needs some structure. The other day, he just went, he was jumping down the stairs and the teacher said, stop. You know how they say, go back. They had to tell him three times. And by the time they got to the office, he thought he was going to break run. Where are you going? You a kid. Where are you going to run to? He thought he was going to break run out the school because they was going to give him a referral. Oh, and my. so, uh, yeah, I know. So, yeah, I'm like, Brother Henry, I was like, I got a challenge for you, but if you up for it, I'm gonna send it. I got you a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, yeah, but they, they're doing a great thing and, and, it's, and it's awesome what they're doing. So most definitely I will uh, be helping them grow and be sponsoring as many kids as I can. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Okay, I got my paper. I'm ready. Okay, I've got more notes um, for you as well. So be 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 ready for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, be, be ready for that. Uh, let's see. Hold on, let me title the section. So what part of Texas you live in? Um, Houston, right outside of Houston. Okay. Are you originally from there? Yeah, yep. Mm, and you stay there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't play. It's, it's, there's no state tax. Uh, taxes are yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And, and, what is so? What, okay. what were your mother's last words when you had her? Those what fifty five days you said? Yep. She before she lost the ability to talk. She was the very last words was "I'm okay, baby," which is a big deal because my mother was. Uh, a hardened gangster. So that, that's, was she? Yeah, it's definitely the first time she called me baby. And she said she was okay. She and then she didn't like talk no more after that. <clears throat> she ain't talking no more. 
She she faced death like a champion. What did right she now, die from, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, stage four lung cancer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, wow. Yeah, she came through. We had a we had a good time. It was it was I never had any beef but people do the best they can with what they have so never really um, i made the can't blame people for what they do in life so i never took it personally all right so i've broken down you so you're gonna after this you're gonna get a bunch of notes from me i'm gonna, and i'm gonna sit down and do a <clears throat> i'm taking a little shorthand notes i want to give you some practical advice some things I need for you creating your own economy and stuff. So you're going to get that so you can print it. And I'm going to give you, like, basically, you're going to walk through with a a full blueprint uh, or, or a plan or something. So don't worry about that. I'm going to take care of you on that one for sure. Now, let's, um, let, let me just talk about this just for a little bit. Basically, the, the first, so when you get your notes, the first 10 things are going to be me breaking down the first half of your business plan and you know you're going to develop partnerships obviously increase price structure diversify your revenue streams we were just talking about that um funding and and you see your name all up in this stuff you're going to do all that stuff you might go this is how you use this you're going to one by one check these notes have i done this today and i want you to scale it from zero to 10, 10 being the best, zero being the worst. And ask yourself, like, you're just gonna go number number one, increase bed capacity and occupancy. But you're gonna ask yourself, have I did that today? While, while, you, while you can't increase to start off with, what you can do is make a plan and get friends who can help you with this, go to the right meetings and anything. And it's an infinite possibility the way to do this, but I want you to scale everything I send you from zero to 10. I want you to scale it. This is what I did. And it's a three. Because when you do that, Nicole, you're going to realize that some of the stuff that's holding you back, while everything's your fault, that's the way it works. A mature person would say that. But some of the stuff is holding you back. It's because you're not in the flow of money concerning this particular business. For instance, if I wanted to be an actor, Texas is the wrong spot. I need to be in New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood, most preferably Hollywood, because the flow of money for being an actor is in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But as a tech CEO, and Austin is the new Silicon Valley, I'm in the right spot. I'm in the right spot. And I'm right outside of Houston that has the most millionaires of just about any city in the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the right spot. This is making sense. I'm in the flow of money for my industry. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you're going to put, man, I got a one, I got a two. And it won't be because of your lack of ability to lead or follow orders or whatever, it's going to be because you're in the wrong spots and you need to go find that spot. You need to get a grant writer or whatever that may be, what have you. Right? So we break all this down. There's more coming. I already got it. 
I got another seven in a second. Like I gave you advice that I would do for creating your own economy around this. But right now, I need to get rid of some typos, complete some sentences and stuff like that, right? So I'll I'll, I'll get you that here in a second. Um, I'll, I'll send it to my Yahoo email so you can make sure, make sure you get it. So we'll get that. So I want to conclude this part because I got something far better for you. But... Well, well, almost includes this part. Not yet. What questions do you have now concerning this that haven't been mentioned yet? Mm, I think I understand everything thus far. Just to reiterate, though, um, mm -hmm. step number three, and I know I keep revisiting that. You um you put that in diagram for me as well, right? So I'll get that. Yeah, you know how to develop partnerships. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I will make sure. As a matter of fact, I will. I'll come back through, and I'll give you a step by step guide how to do all ten of them. Okay, because that's gotta go on my vision board, and oh, I just praise the Lord. I can just take it and cut it out and sticking on there instead of having writing it Absolutely. and then it's specifically as you say it and then i follow it so that's why oh, i asked that less. question i got you that's, that's the kind of that is the kind of um, people i like hey just hey tell me what to do I, i'm on it i'm an executioner mm -hmm. i like that kind of talk yeah yep. i like and that that's kind where of it's gonna go i can see it read it and understand it every day because if i can't mm -hmm. see it read it comprehend it i can't begin it yeah good very I'm good. a visual learner. Yeah, no, that's good. That's why I picked up on it. That's why I went to email it to you before we start talking. So I'm, I'm making a note to myself to break this down for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, we can move forward. It's 12 o'clock already. Okay, yeah, I got you. Hold <laughs> on. Hey, step by step guy. That individual I was talking about um, with raising that boy that's been incarcerated all those years, this boy wrote a book, Antonio. Mm -hmm. Man, when he talks, I'm like, read to me. I because mm -hmm. I'm you know, I cook. I'm like, I cook, you come read to me. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this book he got. When he talks, he was like, I'm exhausted. And he'd be exhausted for like a day, just wiped out. But the life yeah. that he's lived and what he's gone through, it's just like, and he got this book that, honey, he talked about in this, this book is so awesome from the beginning to the end. And, and he left the book here one day. He was like, he better not touch my book. I'm like, I won't. But I wanted to open that book up so bad and read it because it's his life story. And it is so awesome. And, and he wrote this when he was incarcerated. He was over some part of the jail. And he would sneak and type this book and he put it together and he would let the, the, the guy that, you know, like the warden or whatever, who, I don't know, whoever monitors them in jail, he would let him read it. And he even too said that it was awesome. But I told him, I said, we're going to get that book going and we're going to be in everybody that knows every street corner in New York, California, everywhere. I said, everybody going to know about you, but he ain't ready yet. You know, I, I can't push him too hard because he ain't yeah, ready. I feel like, you. 
man, just to talk about this book, I'd be exhausted. But <laughs> and his and I, and I and I and I think about it, and I get excited and chills because his life story is a lot like yours. His mom was a prostitute, and his daddy was a pimp. Yeah. And that's why I was like, what's your mom say on her deathbed? Because he didn't have that opportunity to talk to his mother nah, yeah, on her I deathbed. Lucky. I got lucky in that sense for that's, sure. That's crazy. What yeah. she said when you came and picked her up? Was she was she shy? She was no, she was tough. I found out later that one of one of the people that was in the in the room, she didn't think I was gonna get her. She she she, she didn't, didn't think. think so. No, she didn't think. And I had how no did idea. that how did they know to call you though? See, apparently she has been following me for a while. She had my phone number memorized. Mm-hmm. She's old school. She didn't even want a phone. She had my phone number memorized. Uh-huh. So when she got she got hit by a car, I left that part out. She got hit by a car and she was on a walker, which didn't make sense. But in her, she was dragging her left leg. Come to find out the cancer had metastasized to her brain and was eating at her brain and affecting her left leg function. So right that's side. so they, they yep. Yeah. So we wondering what's wrong with her leg, but they when they so they that's how she got hit by. If it wasn't for that, she probably would have died in the street. You know, would have died. She she was she was homeless. She was she was she was homeless. So where she was, was she living? living? Did she tell you where she was living? She did. She showed me she was living under somebody's house. Under yeah. their house, <laughs> like outside. Was like, it, my, how my, far my, was it from you? About about twenty miles. And you would ride past that area every day and didn't even know that's where your mama had been living. No, I had no idea. Yeah, I had no do idea. You, do you remember? Do you remember when she showed you where she had been living? Do you remember going past there? Do you think any? Do you, can you remember if anything that made you look at that house or look at look at where she said she had been living? I got some kinfolk around that area, so yeah. Are you serious? Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. I can tell you. I, I think back over some some things that I've gone through in life and some some places I've gone and um, opportunities that I've had in different places. And I can say for whatever reason, I've been in some of these areas that I've gone and I've had prospered or had opportunities in. And I can only think that, God, you showed me if we pay attention to what we deal with and some of the things that we do, sometimes he shows us right where we'll be. Yep. And yep. things that we want. Yeah. But we have to pay attention. We have to be mindful. Amen. I and pay you. attention. And so that's so weird um, that you have been in that area and didn't even know if she was there. Mm-hmm. And then yep. he bring you right back around. Yeah. Because everything happened for a reason. Yeah, it does. And it it's does. season. Mm-hmm. And so you you've already been past where she has been staying. So how did she find this spot to go? I, it, that, I, never, I never actually, she was, well, she was cleaning the lady house. She was cleaning okay. the lady house. Now, that, I do know that part, but I, yeah, I, I don't know the rest of those details, but she got to meet her grandkids for the first time. It was, it was fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. It was, what it was did fantastic. she say when she met him? Oh, she just, they, they, they clung to her real fast, real quick. She loved did her. She, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because. I had a picture hanging up in my house. Uh, the only picture I got from my childhood is her and me as a, I don't know, I got to be like three or four. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting on their lap and it's, it's hanging up in the house and they only ever heard good things about both my parents, you know? So, you know, because anybody got time for that. 
You know, okay. What saying? What's, so, your, yeah. what's your daddy saying when you told him that she passed away? Because he he was incarcerated, so he couldn't. Tell. Since we see, so we we talk every day, and since he calls every day, he got to be a part of the process too. They actually repaired mm-hmm. their relationship. Ooh. and yeah because yeah because they had got divorced and she was like you always my husband and blah 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 so it, it was it was a it was a heck of a what time. was she tell him what, what would he you say when she be said my that? husband no he thought he had did bad she said something so powerful to me to him watching them get along healed me more than i even i you know i needed healing but it did she told him that no you was good you was good to me you gave me everything i wanted you gave me everything i wanted did everything for me and and, and i didn't never know he never said anything back but she did she just just said it she said but what's the point of giving somebody the whole world when they're not happy wow i'll never forget that i'll never forget that see i told her you taught me let me tell you something you taught me today and i told her you taught me today so what but why but why wasn't she though did you ever answer that question no no i never asked her. what do you what do you think it was well i know i don't know something she must have had some sort of childhood trauma that was never resolved was wow. never resolved she had to so it ran deep but yeah well nobody does anything right you, you don't spend the only time she was not homeless was when she was married to my dad. And um, yeah. yeah. So do you so have siblings? I've got, I, I was my mama's only child. My dad had other children after they got divorced. Wow. Yeah, my dad had other children after they got divorced. But yeah, I was her only, actually, she had a baby before me. what you call them? What was I, I? A new term I learned. Rainbow child? Is that? To where you, her, her son died as an infant. Uh-huh. Yeah, early somewhere. I, I don't know how. Your old. brother. What my, you mean yeah, your son? Your brother. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother died as an infant. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So then, when she tried again, it was me. I think they call them rainbow children when you, when you, when a parent loses their child and has uh-huh. another one. There's a name for that. I want to say it's rainbow children. Somebody taught me that. So you her rainbow child. Yeah, somebody had told me that. I was like, wow, that's never thought about wow. it. That's a whole thing. Yeah, that's a whole thing that I never knew existed. Makes total well, sense, a, though. That's a blessing that um, you had the opportunity to um, to meet her and to care for her and, to get, and get some answers to some questions that you had, because I'm sure, although you may not tell individuals, but I'm sure that you were able to get some answers to some questions that you had some wonders about. Yeah, I just got just and it made you oh yeah, it it came from just just letting her talk. Uh, I didn't I didn't never ask anything because I mean it is what it is. It's we do the best we can with what we have, and there's there was no reason. Trust me. um, But listen to this though: if you mm -hmm. weren't if you weren't at the status you were at today, and having gone through the things in life that you have had, would you understand it that way? No, no. And say here's the deal. You not only you're absolutely correct, but I'm gonna flip that. Not only is that true what you said, but since I understood it that way before I had the money, that's what God gave me to get the money. I qualified for it. 
before it see before you get money you got to qualify for it so it wasn't that i'm achieving all i achieved and so i could think this way it's when i was broke i thought this way therefore what you mean when you was wait a minute what you mean when you was broke mm -hmm. have you ever have you okay but then this is what i want to know have you ever valued money to that point that it meant anything to you because if it did then you wouldn't be where you were at well because i think if i if when i get to the point that i'm there i don't think that's going to still make me any difference i still think i'm gonna be the same like the way you meet me now is the same way that if anyone had the opportunity to meet me three years, two years, one year from now, I think I'm gonna be the same way. Because I don't know. open up to a lot of people. And when I do, I love on them because I love people. And if and if and if I and if I find out that I love you and, and my soul likes you and, and grows to you, I that's just how I am with people. So I think I'll always be the same. So, but you said that you have to qualify. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. So no, no, you didn't interrupt. But what you, what we look so think about seed harvest. Mm -hmm. We're looking at the trees. This is a, this is a lot of things wrong with single parents or or specifically speaking of the black household, to where we start saying things like, "Well, my son is my king," or the "Only people that will let me down is my children," and the reason why that's a problem. It's a it's a sickness. It's a mental sickness because you can't have the fruit that is those children without that tree that was that parent. So it doesn't matter if me and you have children and I stop liking you. I still must worship you as the tree that you are. And the reason why our children grow up with so much childhood trauma is because I stopped seeing the cold as the tree that gave these kids life. Now what I'm doing is I am through action. Cause you know, children will live what you showed them, not what you told them, mm -hmm. what you showed them. So taking in consideration that the tree is the blessed thing planted by the waters, not the fruit, then everything has everything to do with the seed itself. So in order to get to the harvest of whatever you're talking about today, billionaire, millionaire, gazillionaire, successful business, you had to first plant those seeds before you had it. Simplified. You graduated three times, if I'm not mistaken. You said you had, oh no, that's why right, you graduated twice, but then you were going to go get your master's. So there's a third graduation. And then you mentioned something else too. Uh, the, the second part of your nursing. So there's a fourth graduation. So you mm -hmm. got two on your way to two more. But mm -hmm. you, until you apply, you can't graduate. So at the very- Bring that again. Say that one more that, time. Until you apply, you can't graduate. So the graduation doesn't happen when you walk across the stage. The graduation happens when you took the faith to apply for the application to go back to school. That's mm -hmm. when you planted the seed because every seed automatically schedules a harvest. Nothing can stop that. Not you, not the devil, as some people would say, that, that there's no enemy, there's no hater that can ever stop God's power to harvest that 
seed. It's never going to happen. If you plant a seed, you automatically schedule a harvest. The only time we don't get that seed we planted is one of two things happen. One of three things happen. One, Antonio keeps checking on a damn seed, right? Mm -hmm, Every mm -hmm. time you check on it and lift it up, you reschedule in your harvest. That's lack Mm -hmm. of faith. That's no faith. Imagine going in your backyard, you plant an apple tree, and then every time you go, it's taking too long, and you dig it up and say, oh, no seed's still here. All right. You just rescheduled that harvest all over again. You probably had two years left. Now you've got got another five years because you rescheduled it. So once you do something, have the faith that it will be done. Don't go back on it and check on it. Number one. Number two. Wait, wait, can you hold on one minute? I got you. I didn't realize you was right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just repeat that so you can get some good notes. Once mm-hmm. you, when you plant a seed, you automatically schedule a harvest. There's not a force in this world that can stop that. There ain't a hater who can stand against it. They can plot and plan against you. The, the 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 white man can be angry at you, or it could be systematic oppression and racism. It does not matter, because if it's a seed, it is a universal law. It must come out the ground, and that will never change. That's the way of life. That's the difference between universal laws and man laws. Our job is to respect both, but know that when I say when God gave you this business, that's a seed planted. Mm-hmm. And a damn thing anybody can do about it to mm-hmm. make not come out the ground. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, uh, come on out. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. Kids can act crazy. Ex can act crazy. It don't matter. It got to come out the ground. The only way it don't come out the ground, if you lack faith, then go check on it. And you know, oh, and how, how do you check on it? Well, let me just see if my business plan gonna work. We call that getting ready to get ready. You never move, you just keep learning. That's you checking. I know, it. I told you that. Didn't I say that? <laughs> that that lady wanted to see my business plan? I was like, so see? like, you know, you and Henry is the only two that's ever seen it because I go. was like, no. <laughs> so now that you did it, you gotta put it out there now. Like you gotta move, you gotta trust that somebody is going to, and I blessed the hell out of you with these notes too. I'm, 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 I'm going to show you real quick. Like, I'm going to show you, this is what I'll I be typing. Don't, you know, I'll be, don't worry about it. Here is your actual notes. I'm going to show you real quick. They're too small. So when you get them, not only you print them, you just need to know that they got links attached to it too. Oh my gee. What? Oh yeah. what? I yeah. can't read that. I, well, you, you ain't got to read it because it, it's going to be printed too. But look, like I put but links I want to see you. Know I want to see. Look, uh, feel, look I got you know, Illinois oh Department Jesus. of Children and Family Services. Oh, look, 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 girl, I'm I'm cold at what Listen, I do. The doctor already <laughs> told me. He was like, I went and got my eyes checked the other month, and he go tell me I need bifocals. And he was like, when you see print is too small, take your glasses off and you can see it better. Thinking, looking at this man like whatever. Look, I couldn't see something one day, and I was looking. I took it like this. I said, I was like, oh, I got. Look, I got the old folks disease. I took the doctor said. I said I thought the doctor said. I took some glasses off and I read. I said, "Oh my Jesus!" I just see it. I'm like, "Then I got to get some bifocals." Look, I thought I was looking cute the other night. I put some contacts in. I was like, "I think it might be time for me to go." I can't see. 
Mm-hmm. I wore a con- and I put them back in and went to work the next day because I had to be at work at 6 30. I said, mm-hmm. Lord, I can't see. I'm going to get my eyes checked because I can't see. Hey, give me them bifocals he was talking about. Can you put them in contact zone? Because I just ain't want to run around with no glasses and bifocals. <laughs> they said they got the invisible lines, and I ain't want them. Nah, I, I got you. you know. I got Go you. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I just so so just 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 to reiterate, you wow, cannot fail. You you cannot fail. It's impossible because failure is not a thing that actually exists. It doesn't exist because if you plant a seed, it's going to come out the ground. Now, inversely, if you plant a seed of gossip, that too is coming out the ground. Whatever mm-hmm. you plant is coming back, good or bad, it shall come forth. So the only way, the second way is you just keep checking on that thing. You keep restarting your harvest. That's a lack of faith. And the third thing is this is law of allowing. This is when you allow. So let's let's put, we'll put me and you together. To me and you together. And you doing, doing better by eternity. But I got a problem with that. And hey, I got wait, can start over. Can, come okay, on back. Okay, okay, back. okay, okay. 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 So the third way and the most powerful way to not get your harvest mm-hmm. is me and you together, you doing better by eternity. That's your business. And I got a problem with that. See, I got a problem with that. What you mean? I don't understand well, I'm what the, you I'm mean. I'm going to tell you. I'm the, this, 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 okay, this, okay, yeah, I'm this, listening. Yeah, this is how we got a problem with it. You, you you tell me about it and you, you go, oh, baby, 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 little, little, and I give you a half compliment. When somebody give you a half compliment, they got a problem with you. What's a half? What's a oh, half? Half can compliment. Me, I, I see you. I see you. Okay. Okay. You're working on that thing again, huh? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. I, I see y'all. Look. Oh, okay. Okay. You're getting money, huh? I see you getting money. I see you getting money over there. Still working hard at that job, huh? All these is half compliments. That person has a problem with you. Mm-hmm. a full compliment you still faithful at the job is still blessing you i see you doing properly with your money yes but that whole uh still working on that business huh ain't gonna show up huh all that that's a half compliment that's mm-hmm. called envy that means that i want you doing good but i have a problem that you doing your dreams threaten to do better than me or you are doing better than me and you know what? That's another thing. That's why I think I'm in the position I am, and I really don't go in that in that direction because I don't know. Because that person is going to be close to me, I know. like right there. I know. And so, like right in now, your garden. in yeah, your garden, I can't, I can't even focus on it because it's like I don't even because. Like I was dating this guy for like three years and he lived in Wisconsin and I lived here. So he was like an hour away. And I mean, I would leave here sometime and go take him lunch, like an hour away just for lunch, like mm-hmm. for 30, 45 minutes. And I just kind of felt like he was so jealous. And he was okay. just like, so, so you catching it. You know what I mean? So I it. had to, and we went to, we just went to Ghana and here and, and uh, we went. Yep. I just came back from Ghana. Oh, in two weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Will tell you a whole bunch about a whole bunch of people. Needless to say, that number is on block in my phone. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> see, so that's that envy, that's that jealousy, that's the envy. Because if I sit in your garden and I got a problem with you, I'm going to force your vibration to vibrate at fixing me or avoiding me. And while you're doing all that, 
It ain't never on your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you say? Hold on. Let me, let me write that down. Yeah. yeah. When your energy, when, when I got a problem with you, I'm going to put all your energy, all your God vibration on fixing me, proving me wrong, defending yourself, and it's never going to be on your business. See, what, what Christians call the devil, allow me to play with this. And the but I, my dad's such a preacher. He's a preacher. He loves, let's talk about the devil. The devil ain't got to stop you, cannot stop you from getting your harvest, but he can distract mm -hmm. the hell out of you. Mm -hmm. See, if I just keep you distracted, arguing with me, by the time your harvest sprout out the ground, you ain't going to see it. And this is the, this is how it works. But is that not being selfish, though? That it see selfish is actually a good thing. You mentioned selfish earlier when you was talking about you just I'm just staying to myself right now. I know that sounds selfish, but I just I didn't notice I didn't say that was a bad thing. You thought I was. I didn't say it was a bad thing. Selfish is a good thing. It's your motives while being selfish because motives are a vibration, and the original language on this planet is vibration. When, when, like the first language is vibration, our vocal cords, are, your nurse, are simply taking vib vibratory frequency and twisting it into words that we call language. This is just vibration. The law of vibration, the whole universe is in motion, which means everything has a vibration. The temperature in your house is a barometric pressure that is monitoring how fast the molecules on your thermometer is monitoring how fast the molecules in the air are moving on vibration so when i get you vibrating on me and not your goal you lost this is why the third i remember i said third and most importantly the only way not to get your harvest we call it law of allowing it is to let somebody in your garden that is poisoning your guarding or siphoning from it. See, if I got drug problems, if I have weight problems, if I have any problems, please know that if you with me, you got those problems now. So now here you are planting all the right seeds, but I'm planting all my tares in your seed, the parable of the wheat and the tares, right? So you planting all the right seeds. And every time you plant a seed of good, I plant a seed of poison. So what happens? An average life. What's an average life? To get a good seed and a bad seed at the same time. That's an average life. You pick up and you go, yes. And then the transmission on, on, the, on the car, like, come on. You get what I'm saying? You, you, you pay your rent, but then the electricity bill too high. That's, a, mm -hmm. that's, that's I'm, I'm breaking an average life. Is mm -hmm. to have good and bad that you planted both and you reap them both at the same time. See, there's always going to be bad, but your job ain't to plant it. Your job mm -hmm. to have the good in the bad, not mm -hmm. to plant both good and bad. So mm -hmm. if you allow me in your garden and you are not intelligent enough to guard your garden and you let somebody call you arrogant for not letting me close to your blessings mm -hmm. then you are being fooled by a narcissist you are being fooled because i can assure you protecting your garden being a good steward of what god has given you is not arrogant that is intelligent it's your reasonable service
Mm-hmm. It's reasonable service. So mm-hmm. with this company here, <clears throat> good things are coming. As a matter of fact, I don't know what you pray for, but I can tell you, the moment you planted that, I'm going to buy a whole table seed. You understand? The moment you got that, you got I, my notes are five, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then another 17. So 17 times five, 12 times five is 60 plus another four times five. So you got 90 different notes and links from me. All you got to do is print them out, put them on your wall. So God has already blessed you. You understand that, that that's what you feel. It's here. You've already been blessed. Now, what's getting ready to happen next is the hard part. See, you only need faith twice. Faith to get started and then faith to keep going. And that's what's happening to you right now. God is restoring your faith to keep going. Amen. I don't mean to make you cry, but I'm I'm glad it's 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 it's, it's hitting you. I'm glad it's hitting you. You must have been going through a lot. It's all right. No one let me while you're doing that. God, we come to you right now to pray for our sister. You're doing good in this place. You're purging her from feelings that did not belong to her, but they belong to somebody else. Thank you for restoring, Nicole. You're doing so well. She's working 16 hours a day, and all 16 hours, you've been working for her. So we are grateful. We are absolutely grateful that the feeling this moment You have reminded her that she is yours and that she is in your image. And what a blessing. What a blessing to know that the power that is within her is greater than the power that is against her and in this world. So we are so grateful. By any name, by all religions, by all science, she is unstoppable. She planted the seed. And today you gave her a two-year plan with links for her to follow. Now, my father, my earthly father would say, ain't nobody did that but God. <laughs> and I don't know how else. That ain't true. Because she didn't know me. And I didn't know her, but look at what you've done. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I'm talking Amen. about, yes, Lord, we're going to get it today. Look at <laughs> us. <laughs> I lost every eyelash I had. I was, <laughs> I was running around here. Oh, my God. That's what that was. That's, that's God was reaching out. I had a, I had a God tell me one time that he gave a hug to the girl who just lost a child. Well, actually, I did an internship with Joel Osteen, and it was Craig Johnson, Pastor Craig Johnson, and he gave a hug. And 
He said it felt like God was using his arms to hug her because he didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to say. But the dad had killed the mom and then killed himself right in front of her. He ain't had no, ain't had no words, so he just hugged her. And he could feel healing happening. And he said, and he told me, he said, sometimes God wants to use your arms to, to hug people. I never forgot that. Never forgot that. I, I never forgot that. I thought that was a big deal. And so God is right now is using this Zoom call to remind you you're on the right path. Your, your struggle is over. I, I I could push harder if you need it. Your struggle is over. Okay, you understand. It, it's it's it is sometimes, and 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 I, and I could prove that your struggle is over. Can I, I I could tell you what's been happening to you lately because this is how the universe works. You've been struggling somehow, and what God's been doing is sending you people struggling. See, you don't. This universe won't give you help it will send you to be help because you have to be the seed first in order to receive you have to be the seed first in order to receive so you've been helping people and this whole time it felt like you ain't getting that back but you gonna always get a return on your energy. So if you're truly a good person and if you truly been doing a good job, I'm here to tell you, Ms. Nicole, I'm telling you right now, as God is my witness, as his universe is a fact, everybody on this planet always gets a return on their energy. There's a scientific way to say that. Newton's third law of motion. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. And since we don't disagree with that, and we know this to be true, and you are a nurse, and there's no way you could be a nurse and not respect the third law of motion. You got motion of good energy out there. And there has to be an opposite and equal return on that good energy. That's science. And nobody can stop that. Nobody. Not even you. Not even you. I always tell people, God can get you wherever you need to be even if where you currently are is completely your fault. And that, oof, and that's a blessing. Even if where you are is all your fault, you will still get to where you need to be. I know we're supposed to be doing business, but we're going to go ahead and wrap all that up in there. <laughs> yeah, wrap yeah, all that up in there. Yes. <laughs> Now, I have one more suggestion for you. I got, you got a pile of notes. Actually, these notes are ready now. I got one more suggestion for you. Real estate. As you were talking, the first thing I wanted to tell you was when you make a good amount of money and you got a good enough hustle in you, I need you to follow what I'm about to say. I need you to get into real estate as fast as possible. You don't I need tried to... that. Right, okay, don't worry. This time, you, this time you're going to have help. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because you do too much labor. And what you need to do now is have those people who, who renting from you be your labor. 
And this time, I don't want you to do real estate by yourself. I don't want you to cut a grass or fix a refrigerator. No, ma'am. No, no, no. Because that's what it was. We're going to hire a property manager. We're going to get them 10% of rents. That's it. Because the man who spends all day making money has no time to actually make money. Mm. Mm. The man who spent, think about it. You work 16 hours a day and you ain't never got time to make money. You you trade your time for money, but when it comes time to multiply your business, you ain't got no time. <laughs> the time. man who spent time making money has no time to make money. <laughs> That's the rich people. When you ask me my day, my day is super simplified now. I have a bunch of things that, like, you are the last thing I have to do today. I have nothing else to do. I have a, I'm, I'm getting ready to release a major project right now. It's called Rhino Leg. It's a CRM, artificial intelligence CRM. I'm artificial intelligence developer. And I got a guy right now fixing my server configuration because I kept messing up. It's the last thing to do. Somebody is doing that for me. I have another three people um, doing running most of my company right now. And then you don't think I gotta do. So all I gotta do now today is work out. Here's my little workout thing. I gotta work out. Today is upper body. So I gotta do 10 exercises. Gotta work out and play my video game. That is it. That's it. A video game? What video game you playing? (laughs) All right, now I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But that's all I have to do. And money will not stop coming. And and then the good that we've done on this call, that's more blessings been unlocked for me. So now somewhere, I don't know where, it don't matter where. It don't matter from whom. It just matters that I'm present and always doing good, planting good seeds. That's all that matters. Because nobody can ever stop what you're attracting. We think that, but you're the only one that could plant your seeds. Just because I make you angry doesn't mean I actually made you angry. I invited you for the opportunity to give into your triggers. And since you were not a master of your emotions, you planted the seed, let me cuss you out. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) I can't make you angry. I can invite you to give in to your triggers. That is all. That's all. Nobody can make you do anything. And you can hear, remember I told you, when the first thing I said in this call, you can hear, when people talk, you can hear everything about them. You can hear it. And that's right after that, I talked about writing essays and scholarship. You can hear it. I hear people, wealthy people like me, I understand exactly who to avoid just by listening. I just sit back and I listen. I sit back and I listen. And I go, yep, poor, middle. And I go, oh, oh, wealthy, come in. Hey, hey, uh, Thomas. <laughs> hey, hey, Thomas. Yes, I, did. Yes, yes, I, did. I just listen. I just listen. You can, you can hear it. You can hear it because success, just like failure, they have languages. Success has a language. Failure has a language. But mindsets with these things. When you're, and here's the deal. And don't think success means 
or success always means money, but not only money. So right now you can change your mindset right now and you will be successful and the universe will see you as successful. Pause. The harvest just hasn't caught up with you yet. And that's the difference. So don't think just because somebody's harvest has not caught up with them is not somebody you shouldn't partner with because you can hear it in their language because a good tree can only bear good fruit, period. This is another scientific thing. So right now, if you say, you know what? I believe everything he said. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to be ready. Then God will deem you worthy. And it goes back to the question asked by my mama. Is it because I got a billion dollar tech company that I forgave my mama after giving me up for dead at six years old? No, I forgave my mama somewhere around nine years old. And that that that's the seed that made me what I am today. I forgave my father. That's the seed. Before I got out the trash can, I the only reason I got out the trash can because I recognize I'm now the reason I got to stay here. I'm now the reason. <clears throat> My behavior. And that happened around 9, 10. I felt the fifth grade. And so I was a summer baby. I graduated late and poorly too. I, I felt the fifth grade and the sixth grade back to back, back to back. I was born summer 81. And I wound up graduating 2000. The year's off. That's off. That's not, them years don't match up, right? The years don't match up. I graduated a year and a half late. So I graduated a year late. I had to repeat the sixth grade. I went to summer school and passed the fifth grade. I went to, I did not go in the sixth grade because I dropped out of school. I tried to school sixth grade. The only reason I went back to school and I had to forge my mom's paper in Texas, the only reason I made my mom's signature it's because I got hungry. I didn't process as a 12-year-old or 11-year-old that school fed me twice a day. That's not something I thought about. It's just a, it's a 100% fact. You know what I'm saying? I got hungry. <laughs> I got hungry. <laughs> I went hungry for no goals. I got starving hungry. You know, I got hungry. And I was like, I should probably, I should probably do this school thing. And I did. And yeah, I talk, but the, everything that God, everything that was taken from me, God used. I'll give you an example. Since I didn't have no home, I didn't have no school supplies. Since I didn't have no school supplies, I had to go and borrow school supplies. So when school started, so the first week, I, I borrowed, can I get a pencil? Can I get some paper and all this stuff? That taught me how to leverage people and make friendships today i get paid for leveraging people and making friendships <laughs> not just that a month into school i ain't had no supplies left so then i start i start memorizing every single thing that would happen in the lecture today my memory is near photographic that's probably that's the reason why i was in military intelligence because i scored a super high off the chart on the asfab going to get into the military so the very things that I was trying to hide, God was trying to use 
training me for what you know and it's the same thing with you it's the same thing with everybody the things that hurt you the most are the things that are blessing you the most you just have to pause and know specifically to you that this conversation is god talking to you not me not me <laughs> this conversation is because you've been praying and, and, and I mean, look, look how left the culture went, right? You've been praying. And guys, wanted you to know today, I hear you. I hear you. Let me send you this email. We are, we's done now. This is a blessing. We are done. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you this email, and I want you to look at your email first, and I want you to know. So I sent it to where it's copy and paste, and I'm gonna put it on a document that may make it a little easier for you to print as well. So I'm gonna do both. It's gonna be on a document. All right, putting exporting the word right now. I'm just gonna call it D B B E, like I did in the notes. And then I'm gonna put by Antonio. That way it'll okay. And then I'm gonna attach this document now. So it's both. You have the notes and you have a copy to paste. And hold on, your email was Kisa or something like that. There we go. Kisa Nurse. Mm -hmm. And then full notes is going to be the subject. Nah, full step by step guide. Now I'm going to let you look at this and then we're going to hang up. I want you to look. You ask for a step by step guide. When you look at this, this the reason I copy and paste it because you're going to print it and you're going to lose the links, but keep that document because I gave you resources too. That when I tell you to do something, it's going to say, here's a recommended link. May not always be, you can, use, you can add to it, just don't take from it. You can add to it, just don't take from it. Now I want you to look at that email and I want you to shout because there's no way on the planet that you could have even paid for what just came to your email. Can't even pay for that. That's not, that's, that's priceless. And you don't even know. I charge $5 million just to coach people. I kid you not. <laughs> so, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear that's what I told the old coach about <laughs> just so we're clear I raised my coach price of the five million dollars yep yep it come to you I want you to see it look no, at all the uh oh well uh, maybe it went to spam or something yeah check your check your jump mail hold on yeah, it went through two minutes ago for me. And then 
Yep, it's there. Who did you send it from? I should have sent it from. I sent it from the same email, that same Yahoo email. I don't see it. Hold on, let me look. But I tell you what, you reply, reply to the first one. Re- okay, reply to the first one I sent you, and then I'll reply. I'll reply with the new information there. Yeah, <clears throat> the first one you got, reply to that one, and I'll send it there. All right, let me see. That way, we know you get it. Okay, did you get it? Glad we did stay. Could be lost in cyberspace. We'll give it a little bit. I didn't know I had a custom inbox. I'm going to hit a little refresh button. No, I think it's just in cyberspace. So you should get it. You should get it. I didn't receive it. Uh Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it comes. Okay, just got it. Hello. I just got to reply, so now I'm I'm responding to this. Okay. Um, but hold on. I wanna. It's losing this format and no word. Okay. Let's try it. There we go. Got the formatting back. Is this right? Is this right? Yeah, scientific approach because I'm a scientist. And then bam, 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 got that. And then I'll even attach this document here. All right, I just sent it off. Let, okay, oh, let me see if I received okay, it. Okay, now it just sent. <clears throat> just sent a second ago. Okay, then up oh, there it go. Hold on. There it is. Look at them notes. So now this first one. Mm -hmm. These assessments is too hard to break down step-by-step guide. You can just... To be honest with you, your business plan show that you already went over a bunch of your needs assessments when you're okay. in your marketing research and stuff. That would be so. In the meantime, let's. So what I, what I wrote down is: Is there a need for additional space in your community, or do you need to put your building in a different space, or maybe you find the right CPS department that needs extra space or you hook up with a so when i so i grew up in cps custody we had temporary homes and i spent like two homes i ran away obviously time but i had the, the two homes of, oh yeah there's no doubt about it but you know them 90 days that, that, was, that was your food now and you running yeah 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 running running hitting rules i hated rules don't tell me what to do you stuff like that but Ninety, you know, the you know them ninety day temporary homes and 100, 120, You know, you get one hundred twenty there, and then you cycle from home to home, and you you obviously age out of eighteen. I was one of the people that aged out of CPS, so I know the whole system, which I find it no coincidence that the guy giving you advice 
grew up in CPS. Like, well, once again, there is God, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Literally. Make a play. Yeah, Make a yeah. Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally ran away from CPS just to stay homeless. Like, you know, <laughs> so like you say, make it play. Like, of course. Right. Like, I didn't get adopted till I was 15 and I aged out of adoption at 18. I mean, aged out of CPS custody with the, with the adoption at 18. So, Find the right temper. And I'm sure with a quick search, you can look at all the temporary houses that, you know, they got the workers. If, with, with about the pay that you had in there, 11, 15 hours an hour and stuff like that, get with them. They would have additional for additional rooms or buy one of those. And buy one of those. Because if you got a well, temper. Well, bring that house, back again. What you, what you mean now? Bring that back again. What you so, say? Yeah, I got, got you. The temporary homes, it, it, they work like this here. You... They get fed three times a day, but it's it's typically emergency for CPS before there's an adoption or for people who never gonna get adopted. I was one right. Of kids that's not in the, the, right. I was too old. I went and visit a home like that. I you went. I've, I've gone oh, and I've done research and I've I've went to the um the city. So you know exactly um, what I'm talking about. The suburbs, yeah. Uh, I went Waukegan Way. Um, I, 173 is the highway I took, but I went to go visit one of them homes and they weren't there at the time. They was at school or something. If they weren't, the kids weren't there, but I visited a temporary home and that's what they did. They did the kids that actually was not in DCFS custody already. I want the kids that's already in the custody and for whatever reason, they've been displaced, like the emergent, like they'll call and say, um, you know, we have a, a we go drop this boy off at the office. Then they'll call me to say, do you have a bed? I'll exactly. house them, but these kids still have the opportunity to um, be adopted or be placed. Exactly. And then their parents, but then I'll, I'll assist And the parents, parents will come back and get them. Can come back and they'll get come them. back yep. and get them. And then yep. they'll have a place to visit because, and, the, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. And I got to tell you my passion real quick. My sister is a DCFS worker. And okay. she takes the kids and she puts them and she reunites the family with the kids and she does that process of counseling and, and you know, the checkups and all okay. that. And she reunites them. But her overtime after her nine to five, she also works on um, investigations where she goes out and investigate the right. kids and see what's happening. And so she, dis, you know, she takes them out of the home. So she does both aspects of it. But there's an African-American man that's over DCFS here in Chicago. And this is why I got into it. I've had a group home before, but I did the mentally ill in Wisconsin. And so I went into this because it's an African-American man that runs DCFS and they charging him because he is the overseer thousands, hundred thousands of dollars a month because they ain't got nowhere for these kids to go. And I seen this article that just came up on my phone and I told my sister, I was like, girl, it's a black man to run this place. And I was (laughs) like, he in trouble. I was like, I'm going to open up a home and help him. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, and that's what made me get into it. Now there's plenty of places (laughs) in Chicago because my sister travels to Chicago a lot to go and visit some of her kids, but there's none that's here. 
And there's a building that's that's that um that house forty. It used to be a nursing home, and it's an empty building. And I went around town, and I called all my connects, and I was like, I need a building, and nobody could tell me one. And so I got in my car and I went riding. And this is actually it's a bigger building, but it has asbestos in it. There used to be a bigger nursing home. I mean, it has like three floors, and it is beautiful. And I wanted that building, but I was like, that's 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 next. But right now, I got a forty five bed unit. Which uh, with the space and two kids can go in there and it's three wings. So I could have two wings of two boys. Uh, I could do infants, but that's too specialty. And if I don't have staff, I can't staff all them babies and have them babies just be needing me. So I'm gonna right. do two wings of boys and one wings of girl. And so girl, you want to buy do fourplexes then for sure. I, I now that I got that. So when you when you do it, start buying fourplexes as as a time. Okay. You can rent out buildings for fourplexes. Because you can put bunk beds, and that's four. So if a two-bedroom fourplexes can be, what is that, 16 and four times two times two. Okay. Yeah, four okay. times two is, eight. yeah, 16. That's 16 kids you can keep in one fourplex. 16 kids you can keep in one fourplex. So, so that's the direction you think. Okay. That's Absolutely, because not only would I do that, but it also increases your net worth because now it puts you back in real estate. So it merges the two things in one. Merges the two things in one. Absolutely. So every time- How it, do I stop that though? Paid, like The government, with well, the government, don't worry about it. I'll I'll get with you on that. I'll send you some help aids for that. Real estate is my thing. So that's, that's not a problem. I'll, I'll send you a bunch of help aids. I've got some, <clears throat> I'll send you a bunch of help aids. Don't, you know what? I will send you- Mm. Let me do it right now. Hold on, hold on one minute. Mm-hmm. My, my, you done? Okay. You do you have Cash App? You talking to me? Or Zelle? No, oh I, yes, ma'am. I'm I got sorry. Cash App. I got somebody. <laughs> hold on. Uh, y'all didn't even touch that liberal, but that's okay. I'm gonna get that. It's a mess. Uh, hold on one minute. Yes, ma'am. Send me, send me a text with your Cash App or your Zelle. And then um, I'm just finishing up on my call. Okay, yeah. And I'm just finishing up on my call. And then see me yours, okay? But I got to finish this call because... I don't have that yet. You don't? No. My daughter doesn't know what it is. Okay, I got to finish this phone call. This is very important. You remember that I told y'all I was on time. So I got to finish this, okay? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hello. We actually finished about to send you. <clears throat> you good. I'm about to send you some real estate videos right now from Grant Cardone. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm sending me sending you my real estate videos. He's the standard in real estate. He has. I don't know why I can't find it. Anyway, so I'll send that. But but <clears throat> but we're done now for sure. Just do me a favor. If this has been a blessing to you, then just tell Kikafus Academy. Yeah, I got to play this right here now. Just tell Brother Henry, whoever you talk to, just make them feel good about the event. That, that's all I ask. <clears throat> you, you don't just make them feel good about the event. And I that should be. What event? With the event I went to? Yeah, but this is part of it. Like this is this is part of it because 
I made this part of it. So let them know that oh, okay. you felt good about your VIP coaching, being a VIP. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do that. I, I just want them to know. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I will be in contact with him. How could I not? <laughs> there you go. I just sent your real estate playlist and rest of that. We get to go. That real estate playlist is 193 videos. Grant Cardone is a two billionaire off of real estate alone. No. All right. Well, this is let me been make a sure blessing. I see this before. Uh, okay, go. gotcha. I did. I did. I replied again. Okay. The uh, the four quadrants. Probably. Yep. The four quadrants. Yeah. 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 That's the first. That's video one. And if you click that link, it'll give you the other 193. There you go. That's the playlist. Okay. All right. Well, I'm so grateful. And shucks. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you were Pleasure meeting you. Look forward to seeing you in person. I know, right? So when now when you coming, I gotta make sure I ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> it might be next month or sometime. I'm not even sure. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I'm sure whenever it is, I will um most definitely be in line to to receive you and, and most definitely get the opportunity to meet with you. I want to thank you so much for taking the time You're that welcome. you took out with me today to go through these things because um even though you say I'm on the right track, that was most definitely direction for me and confirmation. And so that that is awesome um, to receive the assistance. Um, I was talking to some individuals in the house. I, I found this lady that um, one of my uh, old tenants' mother um, used to help me clean my house. And so I have water damage in my house from my third floor. It leaked down to my bedroom, which I'm displaced from my bedroom right now. It's shut off because it's growing um, mold and mildew because the insurance company hasn't come and sent the demolition company what they pose. I had like opportunity to get two other people, but I fired them because they were um, just slow and and wasn't in a timely manner. And so, you know, I got my five-year-old daughter and I'm experiencing headaches. So I fired them. I got um, ServPro coming tomorrow to come and start ripping my walls out and demolition. I had the, the plumber come. I thought they fixed the problem, but I still hear water leaking in there because I went in there the other day and it's going down to my basement. And so uh, right now I got probably over $30,000 worth of damage in my home between my, but the upstairs bathroom is fixed. I thought the plumber came, but it's leaking down to my closet bedroom. I had clothes in there with, with tags on it still. Um, and my $500 rug, area rug, is messed up. And my yeah. carpet is just soaked. Water is just like thick and just soaked. And it's leaking down to my basement. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to rip out my second and third floor levels. And I don't oh, even know wow. what it's going to But um, so I'm dealing with that right now. And I'm just like, Lord have mercy. I don't even know what to do. So it's, so yeah, when I would be at work today, because my daughter would have been in school because I, um, she's in school and then she goes to summer school, which is, Summer camp, which is actually school as well, the same school okay. she goes to. Um, I just kept her at my mom's house today because I'm like, I got this conference call. I'm, I'm trying to. And so I see her at the store and I'm like, will you please just come wash my dishes and get my kitchen together for me? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just so busy. I can't even wrap my hands around it because I start doing something. And then I have to stop because something else is going on. And so she came, but um, they're waiting on me to pay them now. And so um, they just finished up as we're finishing. So um, okay. I, but again, I appreciate you um, taking the time to 
talk to me and uh, yeah, kind of keep trying to give me uh, give me a push to keep going. So when I ran up against that wall, I can back up and keep going again. So oh, I thank it. you. You're and um, again, I I look forward to meeting with you. And um, at this point, I guess I'm going to look through this materials and, and see how I can regroup and which it's way to lot. go. It's a lot. It's how a lot. That's, that's what I do. Somebody like you, I think you'll be through with it today. I, I think you'll sit down and get done, done with it. How long it take you to execute it? It may take you a couple of months, but I think you'll go through everything today. You seem you work 16 hours a day. So this ain't nothing for you. <laughs> you got right. to and it's, and it's a two-year plan. I can't get it done sooner. You oh, yeah. So you're talking you about completely. Are you talking about completely? If you focus on this and only this for you should see tangible results like as far as the way you want to see them uh-huh. before thanksgiving you serious yeah yeah everything i put in there is practical and actionable yeah you, you should start seeing tangible results with meeting people and connections and stuff but you should start seeing some sort of money within 90 days <clears throat> there's no doubt about it what i gotta <laughs> have to start out now you ain't gonna make me mm-hmm. uh I, I, did all that, I did all that assuming yeah. you I did all that assuming you was broke. Oh, well, you ain't gonna make me lock these doors and, and, and put a do not disturb sign on the door so I can just, <clears throat> just look at my face like, oh, I gotta read it. Yeah, I approached our coaching session and I got I had two hours to make you a millionaire. That's why it's so thorough. That's why it's all practical and step by step. Yes, ma'am. Wow, I got you. That's awesome. That's I awesome. got you. So when when do you follow up with me, or do you follow up with me? When do we talk again? I have no idea. I, ask Brother Henry. I, I'm not sure, and then it depends. I, I will figure that out. <clears throat> if not, now you don't see me snot and crying. Now you my friend. So well, well, you can just you, you, you just you can just email me. You got my email. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's, that's good you got my email. All right, so I appreciate it again. You have a good day. Okay, you too. All, All right, right, thank then. you. Thank All right, you. Bye-bye. bye-bye. bye-bye.